Welcome to MJ and Tosh. So I did want to go ahead and come in a little bit fast on this one because I didn't want to let it go. So last time we were talking, (laughs) you left us all hanging with the juiciness about dating. And that's where I want to start. So give it to me. What do you you, want to know? Well, I mean, you were talking um, in general. I mean, I haven't dated in obviously a while. I've been married and with the same person for about 12 years. What do you feel things are like out there in the world now? Or how does it differ from when you were younger? And being a single mom. Gosh, there's so much to know. (laughs) How do you juggle it all? Well, (laughs) (laughs) lately, um, no, I haven't honestly dated anybody in a long time. Um, I I guess long time, meaning over six months, because it's been difficult. And a lot of people, even though you tell them that you're a single mom and they're like, oh, I find that very impressive. And that's awesome. And like, oh, you know, they find all that's just bullshit. I, I mean, I think that they do feel that but they don't realize what that comes with. They don't realize that I am a true devoted mother. Like I'm not this person that's going to put my child to a babysitter so I can go hang out with you. Like I'm not going to do that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I only, I mean, cause right now it's like 60, 40. So I have my daughter like 60% of the time. Okay. And the time that I have her, I want with her. Right. You want to be present. Mm -hmm. And I don't want it to be where I'm like, Oh, Hey, hi, love. Uh, mommy's you're going to go, you know, Oh, yeah, like you're with me, but yeah, you're not. Yeah, I don't want that. No, that makes sense. But that makes it hard because it's it's usually like every other week, right? So there's always a week that or seven days straight that I have her that I can't offer my time to anybody else. And so when you're actually dating somebody, at least from what I've seen, they want to see you like every week, right? Oh, that's a bummer, though, because in all honesty, I'm not a parent, but I look at that as a positive thing, like... You have, you're raising your child, you know, 60% of the time, but you still have some free time to offer them in trying to get to know them, but obviously before you do a big introduce and, you know, make them like a real part of your guys' family unit and coming around, like you still have that off time where you can be present and not have to necessarily, in a sense, like worry, you know, where is your daughter at or who's watching them or trying to set up things like you can space out that time. And that's kind of a bummer if people would be like, but hello, I want to see you like you're a mom first and foremost, but it's not just that. Cause I'm also the person and where I, (laughs) I don't care to text all day, every day. And so if I'm not seeing you for seven days, you know, it's, it's almost like they expect me to then talk to them every day, all day. But I don't, I'm, that is not me. I don't like to do small talk. Yeah. So it makes it very difficult because, I mean, it is true. Like, But I'm you're not also, I would say that you're also still kind of um, a romantic at heart. And if they didn't, you know, reach out to you at all in the seven days, wouldn't that kind of put you in a place where not, you're like, hello? Well, no, because what I'm saying is like, we would have something planned. So, right. Like, I know I'm getting my daughter back. But hey, she leaves Monday afternoon, so Monday night, you and I have plans, right? And if I know that, that's what I care about. I want to know that I'm okay. spending time with you. It's not that I need to talk to you every day right? up until I'm going to see you on Monday. Like, because- Oh, are you saying that you've reached that point in your life where you don't need the, 
good morning, beautiful, or I was just daydreaming about you at um, lunchtime, you know, like stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, sweet. Don't get me wrong. It's sweet to hear, but I think it, I don't know. It feels like there's not, especially when I have my daughter, my life is very mundane. Not, I'm not saying it's boring. It's just, that's my life. It's routine, but it has to be. Exactly. So I don't feel that unless we're talking about other things, I don't have much to talk about because it's the same thing. I'm like, oh, I picked my daughter up. So yeah, you're talking about, I I don't care to have those conversations with somebody. Like I want to hang out with you and get to know you um, when I'm with you. Right. Or talk to you on the phone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but aside from that, dating in general, like has been very interesting for me. I started off what I ended it with my daughter's dad. And then I didn't date anybody for a year. I was single. I told myself, no, we're not going to do this. You're going to actually heal yourself, focus on yourself because, and I don't know if it's true for everybody, but a lot of times when you jump into another relationship, you have not had time to work on yourself and realize, cause right. It takes two to tango. It definitely wasn't just my ex that caused me to end it. Right. It was mm-hmm. a, a compilation, like a compilation of stuff. Right. So I wanted to work on that. And I told myself I was going to give myself that time. But then I, you know, it was COVID and the only way was online. And so I did that and I dated a couple guys from there. And oh my gosh, I, I mean, whatever, it happened. But it was, um, everyone turned into, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, they weren't very nice. And it's very easy to lie about who you are on the internet Yeah. And say that you want to do all these things and that's who you are as a person. But then it's not like they're not emotionally mature. You know, they don't have ambitions and things going on in their life. And I'm just not about that. Yeah. Or they would act like they were right for a couple months. And then you find out like, oh, oh, well, that's not really who they are. I literally I dated a guy for five months and he had met my daughter and he had a daughter. So we would hang out. Everything was great. And literally after the five months, he told me that um, he just doesn't really have feelings for me. Like he never had feelings for me. That's what he said. And I'm like, I'm, I'm confused. I think that like we've been. Yeah. To, like together, spending time together for five months. Yeah. So definitely it was. I mean, are you one of those people, though, that <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I, I want to say something, but like I. The reason it comes off a little sarcastic is, is because I'm definitely not this person, but I know of some people and I'm not, I just don't know if this is you. Are you one of those people that feels like you can be tossing around the I love you's like after like hanging out for two weeks or like two months? Okay. Thank God. (laughs) I was like, cause when you were like, you know, after five months, if you don't have feelings for me, like what, what's going on? But I'm like, but you're not like one of those people that are like, oh, we have a two week anniversary. Oh. Yeah, those no, no, no. I mean, I am a hopeless romantic, but I'm realistic. Yes, exactly. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very realistic, and I think, I mean, unfortunately, that one ended up being very. Um, I think it was more sexual than anything, right? Oh, yeah. And that was like what they call love bombing. I've learned so many new terms since I've being never single. Even heard of that. Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous, and. There's like breadcrumbing, love bombing. Um, you've, you get ghosted. Like there's just, it's, <laughs> it's crazy and whatever. So I, you know, I dated a few other people and they all just kind of turned out the same. And I, I mean, I'm again, there are probably lots of it where it's my part. I mean, I'm looking for something real 
I'm not looking for, for fun, I guess. And, you know, ultimately that person, if, you know, we do end up together, it's like, they're going to be my daughter's stepdad. And you're in a more mature place in life. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for, I want to know that you're going to treat me well so that I know you're also going to treat my daughter well. Yeah. I don't want it to be. And because I've had such, I wouldn't call it luck, but because that's happened to me a couple times with, you know, being intimate with somebody and then that there's using you for that, then you, um, I don't know, you shut down. And I think that was a lot of it too. And, you know, I didn't date anybody for like six months after that. You know, it, when you say that, it actually strikes a chord with me a little bit because a long, long time ago, I was having a conversation with um, an an adult, an older person than myself. And they actually had made the comment. They said, you know, when men are typically intimate, it's just for pleasure and for fun. But despite on how a female can't necessarily help it, and they might say otherwise, when they're intimate, a little piece of their heart always gets involved in it. And I never actually quite fully immersed myself in that expression Mm -hmm. until obviously, you know, you were holding on to a lot more um, serious relationships and things like that. And I actually think that to be true. And I can see how that could affect you when you are giving that piece of yourself. Mm -hmm. It is a very vulnerable piece for most people, uh, female, um, genuinely, generally, um, that, have more of that emotional connection yeah and it's hard to not i don't want to say shut it down but it's hard not to have that connected just to have fun Mm -hmm. yeah i mean and that's where unfortunately a lot of people that are you know at first interested in me it's very physical they like the way that i look and that's great and all awesome right like but there's so much more to me than just that. Do you think that in, in that expression alone, do you think that feeling that way and knowing that, that you would yourself then want to obviously withhold longer the intimate side and try to spend more time getting to know that other party versus, I don't want to say jump into or be, you know, kind of coerced into physical intimacy, but what you just said right there to me, what I hear is, is then I would be trying to hold off it regardless of what the world or society states. You know, I, I think somebody has said to me like, oh, well, a guy expects you to put out if you're on the third date. For me, I could care less. Like, I'm not putting out if I don't feel like I want to put out. Exactly. Um, no, I mean, the other side of it is I dated a guy for three months and we didn't do anything. We were just getting to know each other and we were together. Okay. And then we were intimate. Um, intimate, and then I find out he's a sex addict, <laughs> and it's like, great, that's great, you know. And you don't. That's the the hardest thing for me is that I've been. I don't know. I mean, part of it's probably me, and I don't know, a mix of everything. But I feel that I've been manipulated more times than not, or like for whatever reason, I can't see these red flags. Is what they call it. And I don't think that that's it. I mean, I didn't do anything like with that man. I didn't do anything with him for three months. Like, and we were just with each other. Right. And then that's what I find out right after, like I'm intimate with him. Yeah. And 
these are things that, I mean, it's not like I, I couldn't have, you know, saw that. Of course. And so it's very hard because those are two, those are like the first two people I dated after my ex, right? And, or after my daughter's dad. And that's what I was like dealt with, right? And I'm like, oh, that's great. So it definitely kind of puts more of that like negative taste well, because it was hard because yeah. I definitely was, yeah, the first one, yeah, I mean, we were intimate fairly quickly and we were together for the five months, but again, it turned out to be where he was like, I don't have any feelings for you. And I'm like, I don't know how that's possible, but whatever. Right. And then I went to dating that other guy, didn't do anything with him for months and then like find out that. So it's very, um, it's very deceiving <laughs> because I'm like, man, what am I doing wrong? So I, um, you know, my friends have set me up with individuals and again they just i don't know i don't know i'm learning and i think that's part of this whole dating thing is learning and i mean am i scared yeah i think there is a fear in me that i'm gonna date somebody and be treated that way again and yeah so yeah i mean since what february actually so longer by eight months now i have not dated or talked to anybody like that where because i it's frustrating well, and it's like, I'm finding that happiness within myself and I'm, I'm, I love that. Like I love who I am and my time with my daughter and my friends and my family. And it's, you know, that's what matters to me. And yeah. if that happens to be where I run into that or, you know, great. I'm just, I'm not sure. I mean, day by day and yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I definitely think that it is important to have your own center of Mm -hmm. comfortability in what you have your world built around and feeling confident in that before you involve someone else. Because like you're saying, unfortunately people come and go Mm -hmm. and you still want that good foundation and that base, you know, something to come back to that if something doesn't work out that you still have almost like a gravity center of, you know what? but I'm okay. Yeah. And I think that's important, but I can also understand and appreciate that it's not the easiest I would imagine to be out there. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think that if I'm not confident enough that what's a way to put this. Somebody had said a quote that y- your life, um, your probability of succeeding in life depends on 90% to be able to put up with people or how you put up with people, something along those lines. Mm -hmm. I'm going to epically fail because I just feel like I get so annoyed by the temperaments or the selfishness or the self-serving of people that like, I'm just, I always check out right away. If I was in your shoes, I'm not even confident that I would go on dates because I'd just be like, I I can't. (laughs) (laughs) You're obnoxious and annoying. This is ridiculous. And I'm not sitting with anybody else's expectations outside of my own. But in the same focus, I'm not even confident if I would be able to not just entirely shut down. I, I do think that it is very courageous that you enjoy and look forward and don't want to alter 
the way that you and your daughter interact and the things that you do and the relationship that you have and you keep that sacred because I do feel like that falls to the background and gets forgotten a lot of times. And I say that speaking from personal experience because my parents weren't together after a time um, of me being younger and having them date other people and them dropping them in and out of our lives was ridiculous. And half the time... You sat there scolding your parents, or at least I did. <laughs> I, I, maybe that was just a me thing. But like, I appreciate that you want to keep, you know, that sacred space and that you want to dedicate that time and keep that there. And I think that that's important. And I'm going to use your phrase. I think that it's beautiful to put that first. Yeah. And I can understand as well the tranquility of you don't want to feel like you're alone. You don't want to feel like you're ending up alone and things like that. That's completely human. And I understand that as well. But it's it can't be easy. I. I wouldn't, I would agree with you. I, I don't think that online stuff is, you know, very oh, easy. Oh, yeah, I haven't done that. It's it, been I don't a, think like that I could even do something like that if I was in that position. But, man, I just kind of was hoping that, you know, based off the way that we um, ended our last episode, that there was going to be a lot more fun and surprising things that you were going to tell us but now it's just kind of like wow it's bleak out there it's just absolutely bleak so what we were talking about was being in love yeah and that's what you were like oh i want to know the juice on that because we were it wasn't dating i mean dating itself there are good things about it i mean i don't necessarily regret dating anybody i've ever dated because they've all taught me something right there's a reason for every Oh, you're person. so positive. I'd be like that one person oh. that like, oh, I dated this person. They make me sick. <laughs> Everything that I've been through since I was little, like every person I've dated, talked to, they, it's literally, I, I learned something from every single person. Like even those two instances I told you about, I mean, there's more, right? I dated for what? Almost two years. Um, like I didn't date for a year and I dated for almost two years and then I haven't dated anybody for like six months or whatever oh, okay. it is. Right. So it's not just those two. I dated right. a bunch of others where that sounds bad, but I mean, <laughs> I did just kidding. Um, I didn't How that. long is your calling card? <laughs> I didn't date that many, but what I'm saying is I definitely, you know, learned a lot from oh, different of people and that's great. I mean, even those two instances I told you guys about, they were crappy for me. But they were eye-opening as well, and they taught me some very valuable lessons. And, I mean, that's all I can be grateful for is for that. Yeah, I mean, do you feel like you've actually ran into any of your uh, suitors as maybe the one that got away? I mean, there's always a chance. Ooh. <laughs> 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 there's always that chance. Um yeah, I mean, but nonetheless, we'll if, you know, if things didn't work out, they didn't work out for a reason is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't definitely there are certain people that I would never let um, back in, if that makes sense. Oh, of sense. course. But yeah, there are, you know, one or two that it's like, yeah, I mean, let's see. Right. And take it day by day. And it's it's scary for me because I, I don't know. Maya and I are in such a good place that the idea sometimes of dating somebody or introducing somebody to her, it scares me. Like she recently just told me, she's like, mommy, I don't want, like for the longest time, mommy, I want a stepdaddy. Mommy, I want a stepdaddy. Right. And I'm like, okay, Maya, mommy's got to have a boyfriend first. <laughs> I've got an ad put out. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't just like happen. 
But uh, last week she was like, mommy, I don't want a stepdaddy. And I was like, oh my God, like why all of a sudden do you not want, you know? And so that makes me a little nervous because obviously she's hearing that from something and I'm curious as to why, um, because she's just very, like I went to a concert last weekend and she made that comment and she's like, mommy, I don't want a stepdaddy. And I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, like, I think that for her, just, you know, like most kids and stuff, in a lot of ways, your, your world revolves around one or Mm -hmm. the other parent or both sometimes, but irregardless, like you cherish and you depend on being the center of that focus and attention. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes you're going to grow into where you don't want that to change, maybe because everything else around you is swirling and that's your one constant. But then there's other times where you're going to be feeling confident. And as a child, like I said, I've been there where parents were divorced and dating other people that you feel confident enough in what you got going on. And when they're bringing somebody around, you know, it it doesn't bother you as much. But I haven't brought anything. That's what I'm saying. But that's what, (laughs) no, I'm saying that she's, that's what I'm saying. She's, you're a constant. The way that you guys spend your time and your days is a constant. And Mm -hmm. if she feels that something's going from the outside, going to come in to potentially disrupt that, then I can understand where that comment came from. Well, she, her comment was, I don't want a stepdaddy because no stepdaddy is going to be as nice as my daddy. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm not okay. And I didn't know like, like what to say about that. Cause I mean, obviously you can have, and I know people that are divorced and they have step parents that are oh, yeah, wonderful people families. and yeah. it's, you know, um, they're like considered more like bonus dads and stuff right. now. Right. So it was very hard cause she's seven. I can't fully like describe everything to her well, you know that so. and yeah things are constantly changing for her anyways i mean we'll see i mean day by day i i'm open i just i think now more than anything i know my boundaries i know what i want and it's kind of scary to be able to say that i know what i want as far as like within a person it's just going to be trying to balance the the past still kind of trying to come in sometimes where it's like oh they're they're being really nice like let's overlook this you know and oh i see it's like those are things where i have to i have to work on because i'm still i don't know i mean well in all honesty you know you talking about being that eight months where you know you were focusing on yourself and maya Mm -hmm. and you know growing your foundation in your base Mm -hmm. and centering yourself reminds me a lot of what you had uh, spoken about with your cousin from the Smith side. She has something similar going on where she was talking about a year of dating herself. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was interesting because she was kind of focusing back on herself and growing a confidence Mm -hmm. within herself. That kind of reminds me of that. It would be interesting to have her on next yeah. Uh, and have her talk about that that would be really cool she could be our special guest yeah we've been we <laughs> want to bring obviously other people in and you know have their experiences and what they've got going on so we should definitely have her come on yeah i mean i think that was part of what we want with the podcast anyways is to be able to bring local not necessarily local just people that are people every day yeah, yeah. every day like people bring them on and discuss life with them and get perspectives of others oh yeah we're all going through stuff and yeah 
I mean, I think it's great. And I'm excited. I would love to bring her on and hear like her story. And I mean, I think that's great. I've been doing that basically myself. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like you said, it gives a new perspective and, and yeah. it also kind of feeds, you know, curiosity and like extends that perspective out to others, mm-hmm. you know, of, you know, maybe something like if you are, you know, feeling like, hey, I'm not really sure what to be focusing on now. And it feels like things that I'm touching just aren't working out. Mm-hmm. Like it gives like an idea of like, you know what, maybe this might be something thing new to try this person's been going through something yeah. similar so i think that that's really cool and yeah like you said definitely bringing you know others on and having them talk about you know maybe th- some things that they've found that help them cope mm-hmm. and or not just cope but that they enjoy and kind of you know giving a new adventure to yeah that's really neat and by no means am i saying that dating's crap <laughs> i mean i haven't had the best record of it myself um but there have been good good moments with it as well. And I think I never want to discredit like I don't people think that are dating and yeah. it's just going to be crap when you go out there. It's not, that's not true. I know I have a coworker now that is dating somebody and he's like fantastic to her. And you know, it's used those things still exist. Yeah. You have the good, the bad and the in between. Yeah, exactly. But I do think that for a vast majority, and that would be another thing to maybe start also, you know, Hey, give us some feedback on, you know, um, our podcasts and stuff of things that we've talked about, you know, whether that's emailing us mm-hmm. or, you know, typing any comments on the outfits that you're listening to, to engage with our listeners and things to have their kind of perspectives on, you know, some of their experiences. For me, I honestly think that dating isn't the easiest and there's probably a lot of like work. Oh yeah. A lot of (laughs) not like the best stories out there. I think that's just a given. It's not that the whole entire process sucks, but it's not easy. Yeah. Whether mm. single parent or not. Yeah. I mean, it definitely feel for me being a single parent has made it a little harder just because I am very protective of her and of my time with her. So of course, but it's, that's not the case for everybody. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've dated when I was younger without a kid, but that was also different. I was in my twenties and everything's, woo! yeah, everything's always <laughs> going to be different based off of the time, the exactly. space and the place. But I mean, you can even being kidless, you could still be entirely, um, very guarded about mm-hmm. your personal space because yeah. that's like your sacred safe space and dating someone and bringing them in that is changing the way that that routine mm-hmm. works needs to base be based off of your comfortability, not just theirs. Yeah. And you don't want it to be um, off of codependency. That's right. my biggest thing is I don't want to date somebody that hasn't worked on themselves as far as like being dependent, not independent. I'm not saying you have to do everything by yourself and you know, all that it's, you have to be able to, know what you like as a person right. and have a life of your own because it, then you become codependent there. That's when I think issues, uh, a lot of issues arise within relationships. But anyways, aside from that, I'm excited. We're going to bring on. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have uh, her come on with our next one. That'll mm-hmm. be really fun. And so she can talk to us about that because that's important. And I'm just excited to bring somebody on. Yeah. No, it'll be Spice cool. it up a little bit. <laughs> you don't have to just listen to MJ and I. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> a different voice. Yeah. <laughs> well, until next week, this is MJ. And Tosh. Signing off. We'll have you guys back with us. Bye, guys.